Hi, I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. I have here my buddy Jason. Hey, Jason. How's it going? I'm glad we got together because, and I'm glad you made me get together for this podcast <laughs> because I was putting it off. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought a good topic today would be procrastination. Mm. Big thing for creatives is procrastination. Big yeah. thing for creatives is procrastination. Um, I actually do get a lot done and people think I don't have that problem mm -hmm. of procrastination, but it weighs on me heavily. And I see so many of my students who are so like they go, I know what I want to do with my life. You know, I want to be a comic. I want to write my book. Mm -hmm. I want to um, uh, be in a relationship. Yeah. I want all these things. And, and I coach them on the relationship part because I'm not that great at it myself. <laughs> but, but I coach them and I go, okay, here's some little thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Cut to two months later. Did you do it? Oh, uh, no, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, no, I planned on doing it, but, uh, or, or whatever the, the response usually is. Yeah, a lot of things we plan on, and they just don't happen. And some, I see so many people who are uber talented. Mm -hmm. um, it's not that they don't have talent. It's not that they don't have the ability to start writing, you know, or just to write yeah. something out. Um so I thought in this podcast, what is it? Let's talk about what is it that makes us not do that thing mm -hmm. that would give us satisfaction for having having done it yeah. um, and completion of your idea mm. or and selling it, you know, getting it out in the world. What is it? that stops us from taking those steps? Well, I think one of the first things is just sort of, because procrastination is a little bit different for everybody. How do you define it specifically to your process, to the work that you're doing? How do you define when you're procrastinating? Procrastination for me um, is, well, there's two parts to it, but somebody told me this and it's just stuck with me for all these years. Mm -hmm. Procrastination is the unwillingness of the subconscious to become conscious. Mm. So there's something in you that you want to express, and especially if it's, if it's of a personal nature, mm. if it's um, you know, not like you have a new design for steam plants, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's left brain. I'm talking more for creative types and left brain people who have an impulse yeah. to do something, to write something, and um, and they can't do it. And we've all had days like this where you go, oh, look at this. I've cleared the entire day to write. Yeah. So I feel like I, as a writer myself, I like to talk about writing because many projects start with writing. Mm -hmm. And so I have the whole day. And it is amazing how five o'clock can come. <laughs> Not one word has been written. Because yeah. I'll sit down on my computer, 
Um, matter of fact, this morning I got up at 5 a.m. to work on my new book. And I don't know, what is it right now? Noon? <laughs> Not a word, huh? <laughs> Not a word. I go, oh, I know Jason's going to come over doing this podcast, but I haven't done it. And so let me think, what did I do? Oh, those emails had to be answered. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh, the stock drop. Mm, what's going on? I better read this. Yep. Oh, Vanity Fair. Oh, what's <laughs> going on there? And then so you just started going down the, the information spiral, and yeah. next thing you know, I'm walking up the driveway. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's something new on Netflix? Maybe I should watch that. <laughs> well, I need to watch it. It'll help me with my, my project. Yeah. It has nothing to do with my project, right? Mm. And um, and then, oh, the mail has come. Yep. I'm going to go out and get the mail. Oh, someone's called me. Oh, gosh, I just got to listen to this last chapter. I have one more chapter to go in this book on Audible. Um, and the whole day passes. And I have a sense that people listening to this have had that same exactly. process. And then what happens at in the middle of the night, I'll wake up. And it'll be this terrible guilt that I didn't do it. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the second half is the the shame, the guilt, all that kind of stuff. It's interesting because when I define procrastination, I same sort of thing. Something that I've heard. I'm unfortunately I don't know the source of this. And so, hey, if you know who said this originally, put it in the comments. Uh, they said that they don't believe in procrastination. They just believe it's not important to you. So if you were to say, hey, you know, I'm a procrastinator. I procrastinate all the time. I don't know how to, to solve the problem. And I said, okay, well, come and see me tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. and I'll give you $2 million. W what time would you come and see me? I'd see you exactly on the dot. <laughs> exactly, because that would be important to you. You wouldn't be procrastinating about that. So it's not a definition of, you know, this doesn't matter or whatever. It's a matter of, is it important to you? And if you put it in that reference, it allows your brain to go, this is important. I should do this because if I don't do it, I'm telling myself it's not important. And, and then what it ends up becoming is it's not the list of things that you're going to be doing. It's the things that you refuse to do. So you have room because, you know, you said I'm setting my whole day out to write. But then, oh, there's email, and oh, there's this stock information, and oh, there's all there's all these little notifications and things that you just said are more important than your day of writing. Right. But if you said, okay, today I am not going to answer email, I am not going to look at the stocks, I am not going to look at news, mm -hmm. I am not, suddenly you've cleared the path of all the little diversions, and you're concentrating on the one thing that is actually important. Yes, 100%. If people have a job interview and they need money, they mm. will show up. Exactly. Even if they're frightened to death of the job interview. Mm -hmm. So I have to, for this podcast, look at how did I write that play? Mm -hmm. How did I write six books? How did I get past my own procrastination? And maybe some of the ways that I got past it will help others to get past it. Mm -hmm. So this was many, many years ago. Um, I wrote a play that ended up um, being optioned by um, uh, for Off-Broadway and mm -hmm. actually got me signed to the William Morris Agency. Yep. It was a very magical thing because I had been dying to get an agent at the time. And this play was so good 
that somebody I didn't know gave it to their friend who was an agent, a friend of mine. And so out of the clear blue was, hi, this is the William Morris Agency. We're interested in representing you. What? Yeah. I didn't even, you know, so sometimes when things are really right, everything just falls into line. So this play was after my mother died. It was based on a dream that I had um, that my mom kept showing up to her own funeral. But we were all so happy that um, she was there to, you know, cook and clean up, (laughs) clear the (laughs) ashtray, clear the dishes that nobody um the play was called somebody tell mom she's dead Mm. and in my dream it was like the whole family is ignoring like the fact that she died but she's there (laughs) and then it became up to me to to tell tell her she's dead Mm. well don't ruin everything judy and so in this play um and in my dreams i came and i would just wake up because i couldn't tell my mother and i couldn't accept her own death and it was Mm. a deeply personal piece um and and I kept having the dream and the dream my dreams have always told me what to create in my life mm. but I couldn't do it I couldn't write this um and so I decided well I'll take a playwriting class mm. and I still couldn't do it and I found what happened to me was I would wake up at 4 a.m. I'd write till 5 a.m. and then I'd go back to sleep mm. and it was the weirdest process I have to tell you because when I woke up, I had forgotten I had written anything. So, oh wow! I, I know my computer is like, whoa, who wrote this? <laughs> so <laughs> right? you didn't even give your brain the opportunity to resist writing. No. Because this was from my dream. So this mm-hmm. was my subconscious calling to me. And when I wake up fully and I'm in the conscious world, um, what happens then is there's so many distractions and the fear. Um, because this was revealing family secrets. And I find for a lot of, certainly my stand-up comedy students, mm-hmm. I can't joke about my mom. She'll, oh, it'll get back to her. Okay. I can't reveal this. And a lot of people, when they I saw them perform and start to reveal things about themselves, they looked as if there was a huge anvil of above their head that would fall and squash them. And that's a really real fear. And that's why I said the definition for me of procrastination is the unwillingness of the subconscious to become conscious. Mm -hmm. So one way we can overcome that is just do it in your sleep, (laughs) right? (laughs) No, but it really worked. It's just right. Just mm-hmm. just wake up, grab the computer, write for an hour, go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Before the conscious mind can jump in and start putting up all the distractions and all the barriers, you're, you're, you're basically getting ahead of that, doing your work, and then passing out again and, and, and yes. preventing those kind of distractions from happening. A lot of people who have written books, uh, one of my friends is um, uh, Margot Black. She's a wonderful publicist. And I said, how did you write a book? You're so busy. You have so many clients. And she go, oh, 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Ah. And she was also, uh, she's also a mother. And it's in a family and everything and running her own business. And 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. And, you know, there's not much else going on then. So, um, so I, that's, that's a really good way because saying I have all day, I'm going to do the uh, the whole weekend. You mm-hmm. will never get anything done. Yeah. Because creativity and getting past procrastination takes 
small increments of time. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned um, another time I procrastinated um, was you mentioned like if someone's going to give you a million dollars, you're going to show up. Yep. Not always the case. <laughs> Especially with women, yeah. we we are known to shoot ourselves in the foot mm-hmm. with, with with things like that and letting our fear uh, take us over. So, I had a book deal to write the comedy bible, mm-hmm. Simon and Schuster. Here's all this money. When you give us a first draft, you get your next third, mm-hmm. right? And then when it's done, you get your final third. Well, you would think that would be motivation to put yeah. something down. I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I would say, okay, I'm a paid writer. They're hiring me. I had a deal. I had a friggin' book deal. Now, do you think that would have changed? Because one of the things is, is they, if they gave you an advance, that means they've already paid you once, and then you're waiting for the first draft to get your second payment. That's what you're saying? For right. The so it's a So what deal. would it have been, do you think it would have changed if they would have said, okay, we'll give you half at the first draft and half when it's done? Do you think you would have been more motivated to hit that deadline if you, if the money was there, but you just had to get them that draft before you got them that first one? Mm, no, I'm not motivated by money. I'm more mm. motivated by possible humiliation. <laughs> well, see, okay, so that then in your definition of procrastination, the fear is much heavier than the reward. The fear is letting somebody down who believes in me. Mm-hmm. So if the publisher says, I believe in you, um, and they're going to now, I'm going to reveal myself to be a, a fraud. Mm-hmm. I'm not that great of a writer. Boy, did we make a mistake. And yeah. all of that, living up to expectations. I much prefer writing on spec because there's nobody waiting for it to judge me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that has its own problems. But... So, but that's two. That's two very good examples of two different realms of of why people procrastinate. Yeah. One is the reward isn't something that you actually really want all that much, and the other side is forget the reward. I just I'm terrified of letting someone down or of failing, and that's what's keeping me from actually doing what I need to be doing. Yes, I feel psychological blocks mm-hmm. are um, boy, <laughs> they are sneaky. It's hard to pinpoint, and they're hard to get around. So one way, obviously, I got the book written. Mm -hmm. It sells and continues to sell, which is lovely. And I'm I'm so happy. Um, My my readers love that book. So so to get this book done, I hired a friend of mine, um, and I paid him just minimum wage because his job was not to write. His job was to sit next to me on the couch and just say, right, right, and look over my shoulder and make sure I was writing. So you 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 solved it with an accountability buddy. Yeah, his job. He was paid by the hour. Now, the first time that he sat with me, I wrote for 20 minutes. And this is absolutely true. I'm not making this up. And I fell deep asleep, <laughs> like in the middle of the day, oh. like as if I was nodding off on heroin. I've never taken heroin, but I see in the movies people just yeah. like pass out, right? That was what happened. I wrote 20 minutes and I passed out and 
and he didn't know what to do about it. He tried to wake me up. I couldn't get up. I was so that unwilling to write. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he went home. Mm -hmm. And then um, I called him up after I woke up. I said, why did you go home? Well, you were asleep. And I said, well, that's your job. You have to shake me, wake me, and say, right, so come back today. Mm -hmm. So he comes back, and I could write for 40 minutes now. Mm -hmm. Right until I went like I can't I can't I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. So I wrote for forty minutes, and then I could write. Every time he came, I could write a little longer. So once again, the incremental the right. incremental pieces. And then what happened was, I started including him in my process, and we started talking about things like this, like procrastination, which is in the comedy bible. We started talking about. You know, what kind of commitment are you making to yourself? So all the things that I was struggling with ended up in that book mm -hmm. to help other people. And that's when I started to get interested in the book and and our conversations and how do you quit? When do you quit? What does quitting mean? Mm -hmm. And those it was interesting because all the things I was having problems with became part of Oh, okay. The book. So it influenced the content that you yeah. were creating at the time. So I just want to say this to the people listening to this: uh, different ways to look at procrastination, mm -hmm. and it's part of the process because mm -hmm. sometimes you go, "I need to write this." When I wrote my play, it took a long time to write because I needed to dream about it. Yeah. I was working it out on such a subconscious level, and I didn't even know it. Mm -hmm. And very often, I'll have a gig, like I have a gig this weekend, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm procrastinating. I'm not really writing. I've written some notes. I've thought about it. And then when I take my dog out for a walk, I kind of like talk it out. Mm -hmm. I go, oh, I haven't written it down. And now at my age, I'm kind of understanding my creative process now that it's not really procrastination, that it's kind of working out. So I wrote it out today. Mm-hmm after a week of procrastinating and all was there mm -hmm. and i realized everything that i wrote out had been thought of and was kind of working it out in my in my brain but i wasn't conscious of it so so you actually had pieces of your process happening that you were calling procrastination but in fact you were you were doing some work it just didn't feel like you were doing the hardcore oh i'm going to sit down at this time and knock it out before 10 a.m. kind of thing right. but you were thinking about it you were processing it and then eventually when you got to the point where you had thought about it enough you had that that you had everything you needed to actually write it out right but what stops the procrastination is the gig is Saturday, this Saturday at 5 p.m., mm -hmm. standing in front of a room of 500 people. So that's what ends and nips procrastination in the bud, a time-specific deadline mm -hmm. with people who are going to see you and judge you. Ah, so okay. the 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 notion of possible humiliation is the cure to <laughs> procrastination that there's somebody waiting to see what you've done mm -hmm. so that's why um like i'm when i i also wrote a musical called goddess of mystery and i wrote it in a month a whole play why because I had rented a theater. Mm -hmm. It had an opening date. I had to write it. So 
if you want to write your one person show, you know, get a date, send out the invites. Yeah. And whether you do it in your living room or in a theater, you will then think you're procrastinating, but you know you're so scared of you got to show up with something. Mm-hmm. So the the way to nip procrastination in the butt is to, uh, first of all, uh, get a very specific deadline where other people are involved mm-hmm. and involve other people in your process. Get a buddy. If you're working on comedy, get a comedy buddy. If you're working on a speaking, get a speaking buddy, a writing buddy. Um, that that does it. And mm-hmm. I also go to meetups. They're free. Yep. Uh, meetup.com. And I go to a writing meetup, and it's simply a place where nobody really shares their work. They, they just go, and it's a place to write in someone else's house. But it's psychologically like when I sit down in that place with other writers – Boom, I'm mm-hmm. writing. So those are those are ways to cure your procrastination mm-hmm. is to find a place where other people are doing what you're doing and commit to meeting up at that time. Get a buddy to help you out and show up and that's when you're going to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing is have something accountable. Rent a space. Yep. Set up something where you could be humiliated if you don't do it. If well. you don't do the work. Yeah, yes. exactly. So that's that is the assignment then. If you are procrastinating, if you've got something sitting on the shelf or something that you keep feeling shame about, oh, I should have done that and I should think, you pick a date on the calendar, you make people make sure people know about it, and then you make it happen. And that will cure quite a bit because if you know there's going to be other people, and that's a really good point too, because if you just put a date on the calendar and say, oh, I'm just going to have this done by then, but there's no outside influence to essentially punish you if you don't do it, then what's the point? Yeah. I would not even be talking about this today, Jason, mm-hmm. unless you came over Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and handed me a mic, stuck in the hem- my hand, turned on the recorder and said, okay, we're talking about yeah, we're it. We're going. Okay. I guess we are. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.